Hello and welcome to Rick Radio Community News, that's episode 48. I'm Mick Handley. Later in the programme we talk with Max Greenwood about the song for the Doctors' competition taking place in the near future. Well, joining me now here on the Community News Desk is Alan Reinhardt. Uh, and Alan uh, is involved with Soccer Tots. And Soccer Tots will be coming to us here in Ringsend Irishtown Community Centre uh, on the 26th of February. Um, Alan, I have to say I'm intrigued by it uh, because you start at a very young age, one and a half years old, up to five years. But uh, you've got three different classes, I think. Tell us how Soccer Tots came about. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, so we have three different groupings. Uh, one and a half to two and a half is the minis. Uh, two and a half to three and a half is the Soccer Stripes. And then three and a half to five is our Soccer Stars. Um, so we, we've always, we started the company. Um, we were about to launch classes in 2019. Um, but obviously with COVID, we held off until uh, January last year. And the main focus for us in starting the company was to give kids under five the opportunity to actually play sports and, and get involved in the team before they're able to go into academies. Um, so what we've always found around the country is you can't have kids playing soccer before five at, a, at an organised level because all the academies start when they're five years old. And of course this idea with the soccer tots really came from your other business which is the turtle tots which is yeah. to do with swimming of a similar Similar age as well, so that's really where probably the idea came from, wasn't it? Yeah, so seven years ago I started Turtle Tots because I saw, as a swimmer myself, I saw that there was no one, you couldn't swim with kids in an organised level Mm. from zero to five. When I had my first child, it was two months. Um, And I've always played soccer and I've always been playing football and coached at different age groups. And over the years, I just noticed when my, my first child became old enough that he was interested in football that I just couldn't get him onto a team. I couldn't get them into an organised venues or, or not even an organised sport because it's not, you're not playing football as a team, but he couldn't get them really anywhere to play apart from, well, where I love to play in the front garden. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, but yeah. When you see no most happens. kids out with their fathers or brothers yeah. or whatever, yeah. kicking the ball around the garden or the exactly. park. Exactly, and that's, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But, but they're not this, playing with peers kind no, of. No, and in this yeah. day and age, it's all about play dates and activities and, and parents want their kids in organized activities so when i couldn't find my son anywhere to go i started well i brought my experience in playing football and coaching football for over the years and my experience with turtle tots for under five-year-olds of swimming i just came up and said well you know it's a great idea to bring soccer tots for under five-year-olds brilliant and i suppose covid obviously put a big damper on things but you got up and running last uh, january was it yeah last january we launched um all venues launched January, February. So we started out, we started off quite big. We started off in uh, eight venues um, in January slash February last year. And we're up to uh, 15 now. With Rings End will be 15 now. Um, so Brilliant. It's, yeah, yeah. it's going great. We're certainly looking forward to you in, in the Rings End area coming down here. Uh, just at the back of us here, I think you're going to be playing on the, the surface, is it? Uh, no, it'll be indoor. No. It'll be in the, in the, the hall. It's indoor, yeah, is it? It's in ah, the hall. So very good, very now good. Again, yeah. The the great thing for us is this the outdoor area as well. Yeah. So this time of the year. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, parents, it'll be <laughs> indoor. And obviously in soccer there's there's certain seasons. You know, we, we know it's it's not matches and all that, but no. there's the soccer season. But is this an all year? Uh, it's around? an all year round. Yeah, the only yeah. time we take holidays is uh, Christmas and the bank holidays. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's yeah, it's, it runs throughout the year. What we always find with, with well, I'm a parent of two young boys, is 
your day doesn't stop just because the school stopped. So you still want them to be doing their activities all year round. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's going to be here, say, from the 26th of uh, February. Yeah. Uh, three hours, uh, 10 to 1, so I think. It's 10 it? to 1, yeah. So we start off the minis class for the youngest, one and a half, two and a half is first at 10 o'clock. And then the stripes is, is two and a half, three and a half is 11. And then the older classes for the two, three and a half, five year olds is 12 to 1. Brilliant. And uh, the sessions are 45 minutes. They're 45 right? minutes, yeah. So yeah. In, in our sessions, um, it's it, we structure in a way that gives the kids the best opportunity to, to play and have fun. We'll always encourage all the parents to get involved as much as they can or as much as they want to, um, especially when rings end and in, in any new location, everybody's brand new. So at the, the first few weeks, we'll always say, every parent get involved. Because yeah. if your child at any age but especially under five sees the parent having a good time they're going to get settled into the class way quicker where if they see their parents are not involved and they might be just sitting down and watching it takes longer for the kids to, to settle into the class so but, the soccer talks one of our main kind of aspects is to get the parents as, as involved as we can but can you just outline what exactly activities they, they'll be doing from say yeah the get-go so we start off it's it kind of that we have nearly a lesson plan for every class um, you start off with your warm up we have a few songs as well we'll always sing to get to get the, <laughs> to get the parents involved <laughs> um, so it always starts off with a song um, and then we do a warm up game and then we have a game then we'll bring football into it in our second game we'll have so the warm up we'll obviously just warm them up to the class yeah. then we'll have a second a game then which will bring in the football into it um, then we'll have kind of between two and three activities in between a water for, and a water break in between. Um, and then we'll always have a match. Now the match, I say a match at the end, it's not really a match. It's it's more just kind of like free for all, letting them score as many goals as they can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because at the end of the day, they'll come home and my kids, they'll do it. They'll come home and tell you how many goals they scored. <laughs> and it's pure enjoyment, as you say. It's, really. it's yeah. purely yeah. enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. We do a lot of, we do a lot of skills, like dribbling skills, um, different shooting drills different passing drills but again it's I should, using the words drills is not really drilled it's more playing with fun so they're learning while they're having fun they don't even realize they're learning different skills because they're just doing it while they're having a great time do the classes vary with the age groups yes so there's three yeah. specific groups of three different um different types of, of different, classes. Yeah, different yeah, activities yeah, so obviously yeah. the stars would be a lot more ball work involved there'd be a lot more passing dribbling um, and just getting used to the ball at their feet. So where the minis, it's it, it, there's a lot of there is ball work with the, the one and a half to two year old, two and a half year olds, but it it's not as a priority. A lot more of the ball work at that age is holding in their hands, um, just trying to balance it because one and a half to two and a half don't have the coordination of it. A three and a half to five year old. Mm. Um, so at the start, it's about kind of getting me used to the ball. And what we find for Rings End when it first starts is when you have 10 brand new kids, some of them or a lot of them <laughs> won't really know what's going on. But after a month or two, when some of them are experienced, we bring in the ball a lot more to them because they're ready for they're ready for the ball work a lot quicker. Yeah. Is there a cutoff point for the amount of people that can participate in it? Yeah, each venue we have, so we have different venues, so it's a spacing, we don't want, we never overcrowd the classes. Yeah. Um, so we'll always keep it with, within a number that we're, we're happy that everyone has enough space to, to just enjoy it and not be falling over each other. Because I think the, the main part, especially with COVID, is parents don't want to be on top of each other. 
and you're playing football and there's, there's, there's balls flying around. I say flying around the kids, so they're, they're yeah, rolling yeah, on the ground. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, yeah, don't want, yeah. uh, you don't want everyone kind of on top of each other, so it, it does depend on a bit. Of where, where do people sign up for it? They go on to soccertots.ie um, and just go to find the class and you'll see Rings End, uh, an Irish Town Community Centre. There's a location. You just click online or you can go to our Facebook, uh, Soccer Tots Ireland, or you can go to our uh, Instagram as well. And obviously there's a cost. Yeah, there's a cost. <laughs> it's supposed to be a business. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 70 euro for the first month and you get your own Soccer Tots jersey. Which uh, you have that. on here and we're yeah. going to take a photograph yeah. after, yeah. Um, and then it's 50 euro a month after that. And then that's for four or five weeks depending on, on the month. As you say, it's a 12 months. And it's, yeah, runs run 12, 12 months a year. Yeah, so yeah. you sign up, you can pay by credit or debit card or you can do a direct debit, so whichever your preference. When you're cancelling, it's it's easy to cancel. Hopefully, you won't cancel, but <laughs> um, it's an easy cancellation. You just you just let us know, um, and it's just continuous. Then it just keeps on running for as long as you want, and you progress through the classes. There's different. Every week is different, so no no class is the same. No week is the same. Um, yeah. So although we keep some of the activities you have to do repeatedly because kids learn by repeating yeah. by repetition, um, the the actual class themselves are different every week. Brilliant. It seems like the parents are going to have more fun than the kids, I think. They do, yeah. The parents have a great time. And so we Back always, to playing again. Yeah, yeah. We always send them an email to say, make sure you bring lots of water for you and your child. Yeah. And in the first week, they're like, oh, I've no water. And their kids are drinking all the water's gone. And the parents are sweating and they can't talk because they're so thirsty. And you're like, we told you to bring water. <laughs> you're, you're running around we'll have, just as We'll have to sell some here we yeah. on, on the yeah. day, uh, as yeah. I say. Well, Adam, we, we wish you all the very best with it. And uh, so say, 26th of February, uh, it starts down here in Rings and Orangetown Community Centre. Uh, get on to uh, soccertots.ie Soccer to yeah. sign up for it. And uh, we look forward to talking with you. Uh, I suppose throughout the year or yeah, during brilliant. the year uh, about how things are going here. Yeah, thanks very much. And thanks a lot for coming into yeah, us. Thanks for having me on. It's great. Can't wait. Come and join us at our Retro Cafe. Open weekdays from 10 until 2 here in the community centre. Come and check out our Karen's culinary delights. You're listening to the Community News Desk on Rick Radio. Well, I'm joined now by Max Greenwood, uh, composer and musical director uh, for Song for the Docklands, uh, which of course was an initiative of uh, Dublin City Council's Arts Officer. Max, you're very welcome uh, to the podcast. Uh, thanks. thanks a lot for coming in thanks for uh, today. Me. The Song for the Docklands, uh, a great initiative and um, a number of areas going to be involved in this. And of course, it's going to be a, a big sing-off uh, later on in the year around May. But uh, for our listeners, can you just tell us uh, how you yourself got involved with, with it? Well, I heard about it through a friend and um, that, you know, the Dublin City Ca- uh, Council Arts Office were looking for to, to, to kind of like get the project completed because I think it started um, sometime back in 2021. Um, and he explained a little bit about it, um, that it was, the, you know, it's covering the four areas of Dublin Docklands, uh, Ringsend and Irish Town, Sheriff Street, East Wall and the Grand Canal Dock area. Um <coughs> And I think, yeah, I think I heard specifically they were looking for someone to to do the Rings End and Irish Town one, and that kind of caught my interest because I've been working with uh, Jerry Fish um, as his piano player in his two man show um, where he tours around Ireland doing kind of little theatres, and 
I knew that he was really passionate about the area and he, he'd already been developing excuse me a series of songs about like about the history and the culture of the area because his his mum and dad are still living down so there, here, yeah, on the yeah. Pigeon House Road yeah. yeah and his sister works in the community centre here I think um, so he's been kind of working on songs and um, a couple of which are going to feature actually in both performances that we do at the end of this project. Um, so anyway, yeah, I became interested in it. I read a little bit about it, about the area and I became fascinated by Ringsend and Irish Town's um, kind of significance in the, in the history of Dublin Bay generally. Um, and fascinated by the way Dublin Bay has developed over the last three, four hundred years um, and, uh, and managed, you know, all the waterways have been heavily managed, so much land reclaimed. Uh, but before that, you know, Ringsend and Irish Town was a real thin spit of land uh, and like a primary landing place for ships coming in. Um, but also, as, it's probably well, you know, I mean, the hobblers from Ringsend well, and Don Leary as well, to an extent, are famous now as the... Uh, you know, the guys that go out in boats to secure the contract to guide in, you know, uh, big ships, big cargo ships uh, through the through the really dangerous kind of estuary um, channels um, to make their way into Dublin port because they, they'd be moving around and there'd, there'd only be certain times and certain places, you know, big ships could could come in safely. Uh, and there were, there were a lot of shipwrecks, weren't there? I think. There were, yeah, 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 along the way. And that, I suppose, with, with, as you said, with the whole maritime mm. um, history of the area as well, was that form part of the songs, maybe? Because you, you have to come up with a song, um, you have to produce a song. And, of course, it's, it's, it's a number of uh, the children here in, in around the area as well are going to be part of this. So where does that, where, can you just tell us a little bit about how that yeah. formats? So there was all sorts, sorts of ideas flying around. Uh, initially, I was kind of inspired musically by tidal movement, you know, uh, the shifting sands, those kind of ideas. And some of that has made its way into the music. Um, but the members of the community centre here who were collaborating with to write the song, um, well, it's written now, uh, they have just reached back, they've collected stories from relatives, you know, people they know in the area, and there's some funny stuff that's made its way into the song. There's some, there's a bit of sort of general local history and some kind of landmark places and name checks of, of, of certain, you know, organisations. And uh, so, yeah, there's, there's a fair bit of uh, the maritime thing come through. And... Uh, yeah. What was the process uh, like for for actually coming up with the song? Like, uh, are they are they? Is there an age limit on the, the the people who can write the lyrics, or is it is it for open for everybody? Yeah, no, we wanted it to be as diverse. Um, some of the you know a couple of points of the, in the criteria for the funding is that it needs to be kind of diverse and inclusive. Um, so I wanted the age range to be as as, as you know as large as possible. So we've got. Um, some kids are um, about nine, ten, and then there are, you know, our eldest. I think we've got some kind of young 20 year olds in there. Oh, as pretty well. good, yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. a real range. And there's Jerry, of course, yeah. you know, sort of representing the uh, 
the more mature generation. Yeah, yeah. Which is nice. And it's nice that yeah. his connection. And, to and the Jerry and yourself, like, did you have an input into the, the actual um, lyrics or was it more the melodies? Um, well, myself and him got together. He had an idea of kind of basing the melody on, on the old sort of Dublin um, shanty kind of song, you know. So it's very, it's a bit like, uh, you know, one of those, and it's got that kind of shape to it. Um, and we got together in a couple of writing sessions and just jammed out ideas. And I was on the piano and came up with the chords and, and the structure and some other melodic bits. Um, and he wrote a, a bunch of lyrics and, 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 the, and the main melody. So, um, and he was, you know, he's been brilliant on the project, Jerry, because he's, you know, he's so passionate about the area and he, you know, he, he spent a good bit of time on those lyrics and, getting, and they're good they're great yeah well, that's good and, and and all the other people I think there's about 10 or 12 involved is there yeah all together yeah the, the whole cast I mean I've got a load of uh, professional musicians involved as well we've got cello and the, the, there's bass drums in the band and myself on piano I think I'm doing a couple of bits of the vocal as well um, but yeah about 10 or 12 community centre members here um so they've got their own kind of section of the song, almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a bit kind of wrapped. Some of it's a song. Some of it's they they, they sing together. But every everyone's on the chorus, you know. Yeah. It's kind of you're you're heading to Windmill, I think, to record it, are you? To record yeah. the song uh, in in February, the fifth of February is is that the recording of the. That's right. Yeah, Sunday, the fifth of February, we're gonna do some live recorded performances. Mm. Uh, and they're scheduled as, as three back-to-back performances, 3 p.m., 3.45, and 4.30 that day, Sunday the 5th of February. And you can book those on Eventbrite. Ah, very good. So people can go. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yes. On, on the 5th of February. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, the, the, the main point, well, one of the main points of the project is, actually, I forgot to say, you know, the, the, the t- title I've given... The Rings End in Irish Town song is um, not the title of the song, but the name of the project is The Point of the Tide, which is the translation of Orn Rin, which is kind of an old name, Irish name. For, for here, for the yeah, area. Rin, yeah. yeah, yeah, for Rings End. Yeah. So I call it The Point of the Tide. So if you, if you go on Eventbrite, you'll find it called The Point of the Tide. The song we're doing is called Ricky's of Raytown. Yeah. That's the title of the song. Take which, of course, Ricky's is, the, is our youth project here. Rings, yeah, Rings yeah. End, Irish Town Community Centre, yeah. Youth Service. Service that's it, yeah. Rickies yeah. of Raytown. Um, so you'll probably find it on Eventbrite if you search for that or The Point of the Tide. And you can book your place in Windmill Lane Studio for free. Pretty good. We just request a, a five euro donation per person, per audience member. Under tens are free. Um, but there's, I think, yeah, we're doing uh, an audience of 50 for each of the time slots. So we're doing three back-to-back performances and we'll, we'll kind of bring the audience in and out. We're doing two other songs apart from the one we've written. So it's a 15-minute song, uh, a 15-minute set. Jerry's, like I said, he was, he's, al- he's already been working on stuff and he'll do two of those as well. Fabulous. And the, the song uh, will go in then into the main competition, is it, in, on Borgash? 
Yeah. Is it going to be a competition? Well, I don't know. Competition. <laughs> it seems that way, Max. I suppose like there's yeah. four. There's four different areas. I, I, I take it that, you know, the four songs will be will be be kind of sung, and mm. obviously there will be people will pick. Uh, is there a panel that's going to pick the actual song for the doctrines? I don't think so. I think no. it, I think it's kind of an egalitarian, you know, celebration of the different areas. Um, so maybe, maybe they're doing that. I don't think so. Yeah, maybe yeah. Pe maybe people. So each area would have their own song. That's right. Yeah, yeah there's a song yeah. for each area, uh, but they've also commissioned Jerry to be a kind of special guest featured artist. Yeah, yeah. So he he's sort of like a, a figurehead, um, and and we're doing the two extra songs as well. So our set will be a bit longer. Yeah, yeah, um, and that. So that's all going to go ahead, and as I say, in May, it'll be a big day in Borgash or whatever. Yeah. But the main one. Um, for the local community starting off it's the 5th of absolutely the 5th yeah. Of February. Yeah, yeah Sunday the 5th and yeah. we'd, we'd love everybody's parents aunties uncles uh, brothers sisters from the area it, it's for the locals it's for people of Ringsend and Irish Town so we'd love you all to come down book one of those slots on uh, Sunday the 5th on Eventbrite and I know that you, you have been in the centre here you have been uh, practising in the centre here talent yeah. talent good in the area yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, there's, and although we're we're just introducing kind of choreographed um, elements of of movement and stuff to the performance at the moment, um, and one of your uh, someone here, Natasha, is uh, choreogra helping choreograph the girls. But there's yeah, there's a lot of talent. The girls are that you know they're already involved in performance projects and. Um, yeah, they're great singers and dancers, and there's a, there's a brilliant energy. And I have to say, the community centre has been amazing in the support they've lent the project um, in working with us. As uh, I suppose, in, in terms of the funding criteria, they'd be called a lead partner. So, uh, yeah, I just want to thank the community centre. It's been brilliant. Great. for the, Well, we look forward to the 5th of uh, February, uh, as you said. Eventbrite. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Uh, and name of the song and the name of the project again, Max, before we go. <laughs> the name of the song is Ricky's of Raytown. And uh, the name of the project is The Point of the Tide. There, The Point of the Tide uh, here. Max, thanks a lot for joining us. We wish you well on the 5th of February. And of course, uh, we'll be talking to Jerry uh, about the project uh, a little bit later in our news desk as well. That's all from Community News Desk this week. If you'd like to contact us, our email is rickradio2020 at gmail.com. That's R-I-C-C Radio 2020 at gmail.com. My thanks to Dylan and Rowan on sound and editing, Leslie on admin, Jennifer on social media, and Darren on the website. For me, Mick, take care and have a great week. <laughs>